In today's episode of VFM, we're talking to Aussie super legend Paul Watson about all things going on down and under and what value for money means to him. G'day, 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 <laughs> and welcome to the 45th episode of VFM, the Pensions <laughs> Podcast. And Nico, I couldn't be happier to be sat next to you in the DGP pod. How are you, Nico? <laughs> I'm delighted to be with you. Yeah, very well. Very well. A bit chilly out. It's a bit chilly cold, out. isn't it? Yeah. Um, so we're into Aussie week, we, Aussie, we, Aussie fortnight. We are, and um, um, I want to set some rules out. Okay. <laughs> because we have this no swearing rule yes. yeah, on this podcast, because we don't want to be explicitly rated on Yes, Spotify, podcast. presumably, has got <laughs> the AI listening to it, us. It, yeah. Exactly, yeah. yeah. Or, or actually, I think we've, we've made it up there in terms of the rankings. So I think have we, we have humans listening to us. What yeah, you mean? What do you mean? Being moderated? Maybe, maybe. Who knows? I, I Who don't knows? believe that. But they fired all those There's another years. topic that is banned. I it's know. Cricket. We are not <laughs> talking about cricket for the next two episodes of the pod. Oh. So David Harris can moan as much as he likes. He can Mo. give me the bants on LinkedIn. Yeah, but cricket is banned. <laughs> Shall we talk about the other great sport that we share? You're, you've got me an Arsenal awesome ticket for the weekend. I have. Yeah, amazing. Like, yeah. Oh, I nearly fell off my chair when that ticket yeah, came yeah. through yesterday. <laughs> so, um, yeah, very much looking forward to spending a bit of Saturday with you. Playing pizza yeah. and football. What yeah. a better way to spend yeah. the weekend. Yeah. So, and we also have, we're playing, Arsenal are playing Wolves. So, I think we have some optimism that we'll score, see Arsenal score some goals and, yes. and come away with a win. Hopefully. So, so touch mate, words. top of the league. Yeah, let's go, let's go. <laughs> so, today we are joined by Paul Watson, who has just um, stepped aside from Host Plus, where he was Group Executive Director of Member Experience, um, previously had a role as CEO of Military Super, yeah. that sounds intriguing, um, <laughs> and um, was Executive Director of the Motor Trades Pension Fund. Uh, good day, Paul. Good morning. Uh, good to be here. Yeah. Good to see you again, uh, Nico and Darren. It's great to be back in the city. Are you going to be um, breaking a rule before you get started? Uh, look, I'll tell you what. Uh, here's, here's the drill. Uh, if if uh, if I if you don't mention rugby, I won't mention cricket. That's okay. uh, That's is, okay. is that is that a yeah. fair yeah. fair deal? Well, it's uh, amazing how quickly. Let's just talk about uh, uh, sports in general. It's amazing how quickly the pendulum can swing in these sports. Yeah, um, as we know from last season. Well, uh, you know, so so it's not so long ago when uh, both England and Australia are on top of the world in their respective sports and uh, uh, in those respective sports, and now you know not doing so well. Yeah. So, no, um, well, congratulations um, <laughs> on um, having a fantastic pension system. Yes, there, are, there are. That, that's what I'll give you. That's what I'll give you. <laughs> um, uh, fantastic, yeah. yeah. Uh, so a, a fantastic pension system based on employers actually paying an appropriate amount of a decent amount of contributions. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So um, we start with the news as ever. So um, what have you got for us? Uh, well, um, I've got, uh, well, one, I'm not sure it's um, news, etc. but uh, it's been interesting being on the ground here for the last week uh, yeah. to um, see how many um, fellow Australians are roaming the city <laughs> at the moment. They're after um, the money, aren't they? Uh, well, uh, <laughs> it, yes, indeed. In fact, uh, one of Australia's uh, largest uh, full member profit industry funds, uh, Aware Super, I think it, it's probably the third or fourth largest mm. by 
by our size of, in terms of assets and members, uh, has just opened an office here in, in the city. Uh, oh, so uh, they're following the lead of uh, our largest pension fund in Australian Super, which mm-hmm. established at Beachhead some, some yeah. years ago. <laughs> uh, and of course, uh, you and many of your listeners would probably be familiar with uh, IFM Investors, yes, which is... Uh, had Greg on, on, on the podcast. Greg Friend, yeah, uh, uh, catching up with Greg and, uh, and, and our ex-pension minister, Nick uh, Sherry, who yes. I think is uh, your guest next, 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 next week, yeah, week. Yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, a bit late in the week, um, you get two um, pension ministers or, or, or shadow ministers together and uh, uh, and a policy wonk like myself yeah, from uh, yeah. uh, that should be a very long and winded um, and interesting discussion but, but you uh, timed it very wrong I mean so uh, <laughs> well yeah well so I, I remember the ashes series oh, uh, you know a few times ago and all of a sudden, all the Aussie supers were like, oh, we really should come and meet some consultants. And, <laughs> ah, right. yeah, well. and all the consultants and asset managers, what a coincidence, they said. We've got a box at Lord's. Uh, <laughs> okay. But you've come from, I mean, we were talking about the temperature in Australia. You know, it is not as high as uh, maybe you might have hoped, but you've come into cold, snowy, potentially snowy London. Uh, yes, it was, uh, it, was, it was a bit of a shock to the system, even though for a boy <laughs> who, uh, who lived and grew up in our national capital, Canberra, where it, it can snow and right. like in winter. But uh, yes, I I did leave uh, sort of mid to high teens and yeah. uh, uh, stepped out of Heathrow last Sunday into I think it was minus one degree and, <laughs> uh, and, uh, and, and the cabbie telling me that it was potentially likely we could get snow flurries this week. Yeah. So uh, um, I, um, I did then um, longingly check the uh, app and back yeah. home uh, summer is starting to ramp up. Yeah, so, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yes, we'll, we'll be getting back to some some warmth uh, later. <laughs> we're going to have to take this podcast on the road, Nick. That's what we need to do. Oh, well, I think you yeah. should. I, I think you guys need to do a, uh, a series down under. Yeah. Uh, yeah so, uh, yeah, so there's um, there, there's, there's fellow uh, Antipodeans uh, roaming the streets. <laughs> yeah. um, uh, Aware Super, as I said, has established an office. They've uh, they've moved their deputy uh, CIO over to um, to lead that. Mm. Uh, and importantly, they they come with a checkbook. Uh, I think mm. they've uh, got about Australian ten billion, if I remember correctly, uh, to. Uh, to look for um, tier one quality assets and mm, opportunities, yeah. uh, particularly in the um, private market yeah, space. Yeah. Um, and uh, I think it was only yesterday, um, IFM has signed a memorandum of understanding, I think it, um, it was couched as, uh, with the government, yeah. uh, to look to invest, I think, additional $19 uh, billion right. dollars, uh, in, in the near future too. Yeah, so yeah. You know, there's circa $30 billion just in two checkbooks from yeah. two yeah. Australian pension funds. Yeah. Uh, sorry, uh, well, consortia of pension yeah. funds yeah. with yeah. IFM and, and obviously Australian Super has uh, yeah. you know, uh, um, been here for a while and is uh, investing it. it uh, um, King's Cross Station is uh, is an yeah, Australian okay. super-funded yeah, um, yeah. uh, uh, development, uh, and then there's um, a whole uh, myriad of other Australian pension funds that yeah. you know um, host. Plus, which is the fund I've you know, just recently um, moved on from, probably has at least a billion dollars in uh, private um, yeah. assets uh, already invested here in the yeah. UK yeah. Uh, across a whole range of very interesting things, life yeah. sciences, mm. um, you know, uh, there's some incredible stuff being spun out of universities, yeah. Oxford, yeah. etc., um, and a whole range of other things. So, um, uh, yes, the, the Aussies are in town and yeah. they're not going away, but also, you know, the Canadians are here and the Europeans yes. are yes. here. Yes. So, um, very timely in terms of, you know, uh, the... Uh, the compact from you know, the mansion house yeah, earlier, yeah, yeah. and uh, and you know uh, British pension funds really you know getting on on the field big time yeah, in that yeah. sense, but um, highlighting that there's there's a lot of competition on the field already, so it's going to yeah. be quite an interesting. Uh, well, there's some way to thing. go, isn't there, for the mansion house in the UK industry? Um, so, so obviously, you guys you know had a head start or uh, you know reacted appropriately to the closure <laughs> of DB. Um, 
but you know the so the mansion house is 50 billion by 2030 mm. where if just those two names invest their money today uh you know we'll already be at 50 billion pounds on the basis of return slash inflation um and of course there's no structures in the uk to enable the collaboration between the schemes so um it is basically each of them on their own and then uh, i think the other striking thing is that the mansion house is sort of private assets but it doesn't say uk private assets. no exactly yes so exactly. so possibly there's outward investments yeah. uh, from the uk capital markets yeah and no, it seemed to me that them. um yeah, there, there was a, um, a nudge being talked about there in terms of the government, probably mm. hoping or expecting that a lot of that yeah. is um, kept um, uh, on these shores. But, yeah. um, but, but trustees uh, really have a, a higher duty to uh, yeah. Yeah, look, look for the, the best assets wherever they might be yeah. for and on behalf of their yeah. members. So, yeah. uh, so it's going to be quite a race for, you know, um, um, I, I, yeah, tier one assets with a yeah, lot of competition yeah. seeking those globally. Yeah. So yeah. interesting times ahead in that sense. I Indeed, uh, we were. I had the pleasure of spending a couple of hours with Paul yesterday at a Standard Life event, mm. um, discussing um, exactly this topic. Yeah, and you introduced me to a new word. <laughs> ah, what was it? Uh, uh, Cooperation. 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 <laughs> yeah, yeah. So um, uh, it, it, it's it, it is uh, so cooperation as as that probably sounds. It's uh, uh, it, it's uh, you know pension funds in Australia are um, you know to to an extent fierce competitors mm. in, in a yeah. market which is contestable uh, now. Um, uh, people can, and we'll, we might talk about this a bit later, um, uh, have the right to um, choose their, their, mm. their pension provider yep. uh, with some provisos, but by and large, um, consumer sovereignty is in place. Yep. Um, so there is a, quite a deal of competition, yep. but um, there's a lot of cooperation, particularly yep. in yep. the yep. um, for-profit to member sort of sector, mm. which is the industry yep. fund sort of yep. sector. Um, uh, quite a discernible track history over you know a, a good 30 years now where it makes sense to come together and yeah, pony yeah, up yeah. to do something whether it's to yeah. establish um, uh, you know a, a services such as uh, establishing a financial planning company mm -hmm. that uh, that can provide yeah. um, the the required um, services to a number of funds which yeah. happened in the early days of industry funds no one could really afford or would want to take the risk of doing yeah. it themselves mm -hmm. so yeah. that was sort of uh, taken in that co-op arrangement yeah, yeah. and IFM is a product of, yeah, of that yeah, co-opetition yeah, yeah. so there you know you've got today uh, I think it's probably owned by some 19 pension yes, funds but the clientele yeah. is now much broader there yeah. are you know um, international investors in that fund too yeah, but yeah. again um, the whole concept of you know where it made sense to uh, uh, to pony up to get together yeah, yeah, um, yeah. to to pull resources or or, um, or, or checkbooks um, to, to be able to compete um, on a yep. world stage. Mm. Uh, industry funds particularly have had a good track record mm. of yep. doing that. So uh, hence, you know, uh, a way of describing that um, uh, that dynamic yeah. uh, co-opetition is probably the yeah. best thing I've yeah, <laughs> come yeah. up with. Yeah, yeah. Um, the OED. We, we, yeah. we are doing the news. Well, sort of. <laughs> uh, so what have we got, Paul? Uh, yeah. So, so, um, uh, so this might be of interest too, just very quickly. Um, there is a bill before the Australian Parliament, as, mm. as we sit here, which is uh, uh, interesting in that it is a bill to give a, um, a mission statement or a, a defined and codified purpose to yeah. superannuation. Yeah, now, awesome. Um, the reason that's interesting is we've had a compulsory superannuation system for some, you know, 31, 32 yep. years yes. now. Um, over that three-decade journey... You know, they're, just they're, working out what it's for. Well, well, <laughs> uh, this is it. There, there's never been a, um, a light on the hill that says this is what yeah. this is all about. I mean, yeah. it's it's been implied and understood, mm. but... Um, 
Uh, and Jeremy, Co uh, Jeremy Cooper, who yeah. uh, uh, you know, uh, I think it was back in 2010, led what, what's now known as the Cooper Review, a review into, um, into the retirement income system. Uh, and it was one of uh, his uh, review's recommendations that there should be such a thing. So yeah. uh, 10 odd years, 12 odd years down the track, we actually have now um, uh, you know, government, um, uh, pension funds, etc., have all sort of leaned into uh, the crafting of uh, of one sentence. Yeah, uh, it, it's been like sort of you know um, a committee drafting the Magna Carta. Yes. Um, so uh, I'll read it to you. Uh, oh, please. So, yeah, so, yeah, so where it's landed is so before the Parliament is actually uh, uh, this mission statement. So superannuation is to preserve savings to deliver income. Important the word yeah. income is in there for a dignified retirement alongside government support in an equitable and sustainable way. Okay. Mm. Now, I can tell you all, each word in that has, oh, yeah. been, has been, yeah. yeah. Um, the one word that um, a lot of us would argue is missing is preservation. Yeah, mm. okay. Uh, that was debated about, um, and you know, this is a bill before parliament, it could yep. turn up yep. that, it, that yep. it is inserted back in. The whole reason for doing this is mm. because, um, uh, as was uh, as was seen during the uh, recent pandemic, when uh, in Australia people were thrown a lifeline uh, right. in yep. the, in the early days, uh, particularly as uh, jobs were mm. disappearing mm -hmm. or being shuttered, mm -hmm. um, uh, and their lifeline was that they were allowed to dip into their pension pot. Yeah, uh, and, yep. and take uh, up to ten thousand dollars out. Um, yep. uh, many, many people took ten thousand dollars out um, simply just to put it under the mattress. Mm. Yeah, right. Because they didn't know what was going to happen. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, others, um, you know, used that to um, make ends meet, keep a yeah. roof over yeah. the heads, etc. Yeah. Um, some bought jet skis and had liposuction. <laughs> it was uh, quite interesting. Um, but uh, we, we, we really, the damage done there was that uh, um, we've done a number of calculations, and for the average Australian who did that, um, the opportunity cost of that is going to be about $70,000 at retirement. Yeah, well, and in fact, um, interesting, a lot of people are contacting their funds now saying, can I pay that money back in? Right. Mm, yeah. So it's quite interesting. We want something like this so that future governments, when they come to think about these things yeah. or introduce other material changes to our yeah. retirement yeah. income system, are going to have to square off against this um, mission statement or this, yeah. uh, this, and, this rule. And, yeah. and who assesses that? Is, well, there, is there a process for so, so in yeah. the UK we have something called the Office of Budget Responsibility yeah. that does the fiscal forecasts um, and makes um, a judgment as to whether the government is meeting its fiscal rules. Yeah. Now what you've just outlined there is almost like a pensions rule. Not quite. It is. Yeah, but um, it's a mission statement, but yeah. is there going to be an independent body that holds the government to account? Um, will the government have to do impact assessments to say how it's going to be meeting? All, all of the above. So, um, so if the, if they bring a, a bill before the parliament that's going to make um, substantive change to superannuation, yeah. Yeah. they are also going to have to table an exam, uh, uh, an explanatory memorandum yeah. as to how these changes um, uh, are in lockstep with that. Yeah. Um, with that requirement, um, yeah. and if if it's not, uh, they need to explain why why that yeah. might be the case or well, the justification for it. So yeah. Um, yeah, we operate the Westminster system. Uh, there are there are screening Never mind. bills committed. <laughs> sorry, sorry about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. The so, that, that's it. That's it. So uh, yeah, we've got scrutiny of bills, committees, etc. So <laughs> yeah. so there are elements of the Parliament that will hold you know, the yeah. government of the day to account. But outside of that, um, uh, you know, uh, pension funds, other stakeholders, mm -hmm. uh, people yeah. will 
we'll, we'll be expecting and we'll, we'll be putting pressure on in all the usual ways that uh, that can occur yeah. in formal yeah. and informal lobbying and that to say, yeah. well, um, how is this moving the needle in a yeah. positive way? And presumably the courts ultimately will, will have to be interpreting these words. You well, know. Uh, that, that's quite possible that yeah. if anyone was so aggrieved by a change mm -hmm. that they felt wasn't measuring up to that uh, yeah. objective, yeah. Um, then yes, it, it's open to, yeah. uh, to uh, judicial and just, interpretation. Um, just take us through the process a little bit. So, because is this like it comes from the, the pensions ministry uh, or has there been very, very long consultation and sort of long consultation? Yeah, okay. So uh, Treasury, uh, so so the, the Treasury arm of government, the, the permanent public service, um, yeah. uh, undertaken um, quite a lot of consultation as has the yeah. you know, the pension minister has been uh, you know interested in in this as well yeah um, and industry there's been you know so many um, uh, you know oars in the water in terms right. of uh, yeah. views about yeah. it yeah. there's been working parties working groups etc yeah. so um, look I think where we've landed is better than nothing uh, yeah. it, it's good we don't want to yeah. let you know great um, hold sure. up the good. Yeah. Um, I would like, and there are many others who would like to see the word preservation yeah. for retirement, yeah. Yeah. Uh, the word preservation put back in there. Yeah. It's great that two words are in there, income and yes. retirement. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's yeah. really important. Yeah. That is the end game. Yeah. Yeah. Super is just a means to an end. The end game is a wage in retirement. Yeah. So yeah. Um, so words of preservation, retirement yeah. and income, really important words in that sentence. Yeah. So yeah. Um, yeah, we'll see how that goes. We'll keep an yeah. eye on that. But, and just, uh, yeah. uh, so presumably the first battle is whether it's needed at all. Was that relatively easy? You know, the, the the sense of kind of needing to articulate the purpose. Yeah. The well, they've said there were yeah, there was certainly a camp that said, well, hang on, you know, we're we're thirty odd years down yeah. the road. Do yeah. do we really need, yeah. uh, you know, a mission statement on the wall that tell us what superannuation is yeah. about? Yeah. But you know, the example I gave about you know what happened during the pandemic and yeah, is yeah, uh, is yeah. Uh, mm. is important. Um, there is a bit of a um, there is a bit of a uh, view in, in some political circles that uh, you know the mantra is it is their money and yeah. uh, if they do need it um, for purposes yeah. um, on the way through to retirement, yeah. then um, they should be able to maybe tap that. So yeah. I'd imagine as our next general election rolls around, there will be um, there will be a lot of discussion debate, for instance, yeah. about to what what extent should superannuation play any role, yep. for instance, in the housing crisis, which, right. um, yep. you, which we have as well. Um, yep. Yep. And, uh, you know, um, there's going to be a lot of uh, yep. eyeballs and that as to whether, you know, a young person could take some money from their pension fund as a deposit yep. for a home yep. and how that could play out. Yep. Um, that That is, you know, attractive. Yeah, yeah. Do you think we'll have anything on the pensions in our general election? Well, at, the, at the level of the newspapers, uh, there, there'll certainly be something. Like, so I think everyone will rush to, you know, commit to the triple lock, mm -hmm. and there'll be mm -hmm. there's this stuff about, you know, um, making the UK economy grow again and getting yes. pension funds to do that. Yeah. Um, quite often, yeah. Um, you know, the, the 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 wider pension stuff doesn't sort of make yeah. it into the the frontline manifesto. Yeah. Um, I suppose one one of the things um, about having a statement like that is the temptation just to add to it mm. over time. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so you know, like we're, we're seeing with Mansion House that you know pension funds, okay, they could be an answer to a problem over here. Yes. Yeah. Um, again, I'm doing hand gesturing on the podcast, which <laughs> doesn't quite work. Come on, <laughs> Um, you know, so, so there's, there's always there's, there's always the um, the temptation to keep adding stuff to a yeah. mission statement like that, um, or subclauses or whatever. Well, and, or taking away. Or, or taking away. But yeah. I think adding is probably a bigger risk once you've actually got a, a sentence. Maybe I don't know. Um, and then you can lose clarity quite quickly. And what I liked about what you said 
bar the word preservation, which I agree would be nice to be in there. But it's simple. It's clear. Yeah. It's, you know, it's clear. Yeah. So, yeah. so we're recording this podcast on Wednesday morning. Yes. And um, there's some breaking news from Australia, isn't there? Uh, there is. So um, uh, overnight, the uh, our regulator, the Australian Prudential uh, Regulatory Authority, or, or APRA, has um, has issued a, uh, a a news release um, uh, advising that it has uh, issued what it's calling um, um, an insights report. Uh, okay. Interesting. Oh, not sure yeah. I've heard that term used by this the is re regulator. <laughs> yeah, um, but uh, relating to uh, the the most latest data on the um, on, on our superannuation performance test. So yeah. value for money. So yeah. the regulator has published that just to <laughs> squeeze it in so we could talk about it on this podcast. Absolutely, and, 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 and indeed. Uh, they, well, my phone call to Canberra was—I uh, <laughs> I, I forgot the time zone difference. <laughs> so, th so this will be of great interest to Australian trustees over their uh, mm. over their cornflakes this morning, but. Um, <laughs> Uh, uh, or, or tomorrow morning, um, but, uh, uh, but significantly, um, just a, key th a couple of key insights from 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 this release. Uh, the the uh, regulator has said um, there is too much of a divergence in administration fees in right. our industry, um, and that there is um, definitely, in their view, room for administration fees to be improved. Yeah. Um, particularly improved they improved downwards. Uh, oh, sorry, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Sorry. Yeah. 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 No, on, on, not to go up, uh, to, to, to come down. Um, and they've particularly cited um, platforms as an area uh -huh. where where fees um, uh, they think you know the um, the most improvement can be made yeah. Uh, soon. Yeah. And they've actually sort of issued an edict to trustees through this communication yeah. uh, that are using platforms to yeah. say, um, yeah, that's not a, a bad thing. Uh, yeah. However, you... so can I can I maybe mm -hmm. just just because everyone uses the word platform right, to yeah. mean something slightly different. So maybe it's just worth telling the listeners kind yeah. of how the sort of common super is set sure. up. Sure. So a pla uh, platform in this sense is uh, is very much sort of a a, a retail investment platform. So yeah. it's it's, it's yeah. one that would um, but without doing the member record keeping or anything like that. Or uh, so, so some do some yeah. some have the the internal administration some. Yeah. Sourced administration, but it, yeah. it's more. Uh, um, uh, this is sort of more a platform that would be an investment supermarket. Yeah. Right. Okay. Um, yeah. yeah. So you know, it, some of these platforms can literally have thousands of yeah. investment yeah. options on them, and you know, from hundreds of managers uh, yeah. across the world. So yeah. uh, unlike, say, a platform that might be used. For instance, by um, uh, an industry fund or something, some yeah. might use a platform where it's probably you know. 10 to maybe 20 options yep, of, right. of that particular yep. fund on that on yep. that platform. So yep, yep. they're really this is this is a comment I understand it's sort of focused at that sort of yep. investment supermarket sort yep. of side of it. Yep. So they're saying that's okay, but yep. what you as trustees must ensure is that um, that the ultimate customer, um, uh, the member, is getting value for money yeah. for the feed, and and they and they use that phrase value yep. for money okay. yep. uh, in the administration fees being paid. Yep. So the bang for the buck yep. is there. Yeah. Uh, so that's uh, that's quite an interesting um, call out. Yeah, me, and so because so, we've talked a few times about, I guess, default versus self-select, mm. um, and um, I guess when you have, well, maybe the question is, are people using those thousands of options through Super? Are people actually sort of enga actively engaged in uh, so, sort of yeah. picking? Um, Look, they, they still do remain fairly popular, particularly with yeah. the independent advice community right. uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, who who, um, who will, you know, um, uh, uh, bring together a uh, default portfolio for people and yeah. pick and choose a lot of, in, yeah. a lot of yeah. options. Um, but look, generally, and this is, I'm sure, behavioural people's, you know, behavioural you know, finance yeah. is yeah. the same here as everywhere. Um, people love to have the thought of a lot of choice if yes. they want it. Yeah. But 
um, they're predominantly invested in probably a handful of options. Yeah. It's yeah. like walking into Hagen Dazs and you you, yeah, you yeah, want yeah. to see fifty flavors <laughs> up there, but you know what? You're going to order chocolate, vanilla, yeah. or strawberry. Yeah, um, yeah. that's yeah. what the, the vast majority yeah. are in. So, um, sashay. Uh, oh really? That's what I like. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, there you go. Well, um, they, like they would have they would have it on the, they would have it on the platform. Um, Note that down. Yeah, I'm a bit of a rum and raisin guy. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, uh, so uh, interesting overnight. But we all default yeah, to these yeah, things. That's the critical yeah. thing. <laughs> uh, and just finally on that, so um, only one my super or key default fund yeah. failed the, the, the test this time. It was a very very small. Um, yeah. uh, uh, fund. Um, uh, but other than that, the interesting thing was they've also assessed what they call trustee directed options. So these are the yeah. other options typically offered by a yeah. fund. Yeah, it could be a, o- on performance. Yeah, yeah. on performance. Yeah. So yeah. other than just the default option, yeah. they've now looked at, you know, um, high growth, conservative, yeah. Um, yeah. you know, the like. Um, interestingly, uh, around about half of those options failed the test. Right. Uh, and, and the test is a pretty skinny one. Um, uh, they will assess you against a tailored benchmark that 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 yep. is um, that rep- or replicates uh, your investment strategy, and then uh-huh. they hold you to how have you gone against that mm. yeah. based on um, the regulator's um, benchmarks. Right. Uh, you have a skinny margin of fifty basis points leeway. Yeah. So, um, so something in the order of half of these. Um, uh, yeah. so-called trustee directed options so these are the other options offered yeah. by many funds um, uh, need to do better yeah so yeah. Um, yeah. and finally the report card is up in the front window for all to see yeah. you can log in yeah. to the regulators yeah. website to see this and then you'll see who's been naughty who's been nice yeah and yeah. by what margin and yeah. who's going to get a present from some so yeah, yeah. Oh. <laughs> so uh, yeah so that that's uh that's my news wrap there's so much in there yeah there's uh, loads yeah 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 so, so um australian system value for money measurement it's all about net benefit, isn't it? Uh, so you want to jump straight to the value for money? Oh, okay, we'll, yeah, let's we'll, go. We'll let, let, let's cut to it. Okay. Um, look, value for money, and um, you know, I no, don't. No, what, I, not what it means to you? Don't, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, 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 don't, I, don't, I don't have a silver bullet, you know, um, yeah. response. It is in the eye of the beholder a little bit, but I, I do have a very strong view, and it's it's actually one that's shared by a lot of my peers and colleagues in Australia. And that is, yeah, there are various measurements of value for money, but the one. Um, yeah, the one that rules them all, the, the number one KPI is yeah. net benefit outcome. Mm, yeah. Sounds simple, but at the end of the day, what hits someone's pot? What can they taste, yeah. touch, feel, spend yeah. in retirement? Mm. Um, when it's all said and done, that's that's where the rubber hits the road. And yeah. is that where the league tables come in? Yes, it is. Yeah, and, yeah. and um, you were telling me yesterday um, about a pretty draconian regime. Yeah, um, if you're if you're if if you're at the bottom of that league table, can you just explain that to our listeners? So it's about the letters that you have. To oh, write. this is so. This is the regulators' performance test. Yeah, that's yeah. Right, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. So if if a if a fund fails the regulators' performance test, uh, several things must um, by law happen. Hmm. Um, one of them is you must write to all of your members. Um, a letter, uh, send them a letter which yeah. effectively says uh, we've been assessed as uh, as an underperforming fund. Yeah. Uh, you, you don't get an opportunity to sort of explain yourself in terms of you know. It's a regulatory what, drafted letter. Yeah. yeah. Uh, by the way, yeah, this is a boilerplate letter. You don't yeah. you don't get to yeah. change a word of this. You get to sign yeah. it, <laughs> right. um, but um, you don't get to uh, uh, to to um, you know. Um, uh, Can you put it in Courier New and <laughs> yeah, like, make it? That's it. So you've got you've, you've got to advise your members that you know this has occurred, yeah. uh, and you know, um, you will keep them informed in terms of what remediation you yeah. plan the focus yeah. or what action it's taking um, to to do that. It's a very sobering letter. It's a f- letter that no fund trustee wants to yeah, send yeah, a yeah, member. Yeah, um, yeah. Um, 
the fund will also then need to square off with the regulator in terms of yeah. uh, effectively a remediation sort of plan to get yeah. it back on track. Yeah. Um, by the way, the performance test in Australia is measured over a rolling eight-year period. Right. So, okay. so you can have a bad year. It's yeah. not going to yeah. Yeah. dislocate yeah. you or disqualify you. Yeah. But if you are perennially um, underperforming, that's yeah. going to be reflecting yeah. in your yeah. rolling yeah. return. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so in the first... Uh, First test, um, which was several years ago now, 13 funds failed. Yeah. Uh, from memory, I think two or three closed their doors. They were already planning on doing that anyway. Mm, yeah, um, yeah. Probably about half a dozen merged yeah. with better performing uh, funds. Yeah. Uh, and uh, the rest said, you know, we think that you know, we've, we've only just, just missed the cut. You know, it's, right. it's, it's been an you know, interesting period. Uh, yeah. we, we have a certain investment beliefs and strategy and yeah. it maybe hasn't paid off in the last couple of years, but yeah. it'll turn yeah. around. Yeah. Um, no fund yet, Touchwood, has had a strike too. Right. Tell us about strike two. So strike two is uh, where you really never want to be. <laughs> um, strike two, another letter off to the member. Yeah. This time it says, uh, we are still assessed as an underperforming fund. Yeah. Um, we have been now prevented from taking new uh, superannuation guarantee members and money. Yeah. So existing members in the scheme, that's okay, but yeah. we, we, we can't take new people and money. Um, uh, and equally, um, we, we're, we're sort of duty-bound to also help help you find a, a better performing uh, fund to uh, yeah. to move up. You're dead in the water, effectively. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so, uh, again, which is why, you know, getting a first strike uh, yeah. will, will really, um, you know, focus mm. a fund uh, yeah. in, in terms of making sure that they don't get a second strike. So, so strike one yeah. is a, essentially a performance measure yes. uh, and against, what, a passive benchmark? Uh, so, but sort of reflects your asset mix. That, that's right. So, yeah. um, so, so, so take a fund um, that that has a you know um, uh, both listed and unlisted assets. Mm -hmm. uh, so clearly, the listed side's all pretty straightforward. There's a number yep. of existing you know yep. well-known benchmarks, you know, yep. uh, uh, yeah, S and P 500 and ASX sure. 300 yep. and all that stuff. Um, it's been a bit of a journey on the unlisted or private right. asset yep. side because you know. Um, in terms of infrastructure, private equity, venture capital, yeah, there are yeah, no sort yeah. of you know obvious indexes there. Yeah. Uh, and to the regulators' credit, they have worked very closely with industry over the last couple of years to understand that and to construct yeah. um, uh, a, you know, reasonably appropriate benchmarks. Yeah. And then yeah. they'll look at your strategic asset allocation, and then they will tailor you know from those um, uh, from from those groups of uh, in. Yeah. Um, uh, benchmarks, yeah. uh, they will construct a benchmark that applies to your fund. Yeah. So yeah. they'll yeah. say, okay, that's your strategy. Okay. We're going to hold yeah. your feet to the fire. Are yeah. you delivering on the way yeah. you have set about investing? Yeah. Um, so you're not compared to someone else's benchmark, it's your benchmark. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. um, and uh, so uh, on that basis, that's yeah. where uh, that's where the performance test comes yeah. into. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, so it doesn't um, it, it doesn't say that uh, you you need to be um, passive index yeah, yeah, investing, yeah, yeah, yeah. nor yeah. nor do you need to be you know, entirely yeah. active. Having said that, uh, another very interesting statistic: there was uh, one of the major Australian banks did a survey this week, um, and eighty eight percent of investment teams within mm -hmm. pension funds have said um, uh, the performance test has. Um, in some way, shape, or form, um, uh, changed our behaviour yeah. in terms of investing. Now, I think yeah. that's code for yeah. probably going more, more passive. passive. Right. Yep. And, I was going to say, is it for, is that for the good or, or for bad? Well, yeah. Well, so, we that, yeah, 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 yeah. I was going to say that's in the eye of the beholder again yeah. too. Yeah. Um, but uh, but a pension fund that has uh, significantly uh, outperformed its index over many years uh, has a decent motive, um, yeah. uh, you know, um, uh, surplus, if you like, in yeah, terms yeah. of the, the performance test. So um, I think it's it's not going to worry um, 
good performing funds with with good and thoughtful mm. um, long-term uh, strategies yeah, yeah. but um, yeah very interesting that yeah. uh, when the first test came out all you got told is you passed or you failed. Right. you had no idea by how much yeah, um, yeah. that's changed now uh, the regulator is also publishing what your exam result was okay so yeah, yeah. Uh, and the public can um, can can view these results yeah, as well yeah. uh, so 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 that's uh, that's if you like the um, you know the, the formal you know sort of governmental and regulator yeah. Yeah. Um, performance test, and then we have uh, we have a lot of league tables in Australia that are yeah. sort of uh, you know developed by commercial um, um, yeah. uh, players. Uh, they take a lot of data from funds and they publish regularly what your net benefit return is yeah. over rolling yeah. periods mm -hmm. from anything from a month out to uh, thirty years. Yeah, yeah. Uh, in so, in uh, percentage terms, essentially. Or, or no, in, no, in, in, in absolute terms. So, yeah. for instance, it will say, you know, um, for instance, uh, you know, might say, well, well, host buses um, uh, rolling three-year return yeah. uh, was was uh, yeah five point nine three yeah percent. Uh, sorry, yeah. percent. Yeah. So that's yeah. what actually hit yeah. a member's account. Yeah. If, yeah. if you've been yeah. a member in there, or if you've been a member in a fund for ten years, yeah. and you looked at the uh, you're in the balanced option or yeah. whatever option there. You know, yeah. Generally, it's the it's the my super balanced option, yeah. uh, and it said, for instance, uh, the rolling returns been ten percent over ten years. Yeah. You can expect that that's what is it. You know, that's so how you landed. Yeah, that, that's yeah. that's the result in terms of uh, your, yeah. your account. Um, so net benefit is mm. is is probably the number one uh, thing. Yeah. It doesn't mean costs are not unimportant, sure, sure. Uh, but yeah. costs are a part of that equation. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. it's it's really just that very simple equation yeah. of uh, you know um, uh, the contributions and the gross returns earned on uh, yeah. investment. Less cost, fees, taxes, uh, yeah, and in Australia, yeah. premiums, insurance premiums. So there was yeah. group life insurance attached okay. to super. Mm, yeah. um, so all the outgoings of whatever sort, yeah. what are you left with? Yeah. That's yeah. the one um, thing that you can, um, with confidence, compare um, accurately yeah. um, across yeah. funds because you know that's your drive away no yeah. more to pay outcome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fascinating. Yeah. So, so, so for me, that's uh, that's probably yeah. the number one measure of, of, of value for money. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Ha but having said that, you know, um, uh, again, uh, people uh, will will look at all sorts of services that funds yeah, offer sure. and yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. etc. Let, let's come on to that. Bill. Yeah, Because yeah. <laughs> uh, I guess there's there's just so many differences between our proposed value for money regime and the regime that you just outlined. Um, so I guess, so and, and administration, so how are the regulators calling out administration separately? Because I think yeah, no, we call uh, the Phil yeah. Aspinall Amendment, or yeah. maybe the Aspinall Phil <laughs> Amendment, uh, I, I uh, it, is yeah. separating yeah. costs yeah. for investment from yeah. administration, which uh, is difficult which is in the UK to, for It's got to be a good thing. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, two things on that. So again, just on the performance test, that includes yeah. the administration costs yeah. as well. Yeah. 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 Um, and uh, so, so that's all found. Um, in, our, in our formal... Is it split out between the two? Is there transparency between the or does member see? Yeah, that's a good question. I, I'd, I'd have to check on that. I know the yeah. regulator sees it. Whether right. they then publish sort of, you know, it comes together to say whether you're over and under the fifty basis point. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah it's a good question. I, I don't think it is that part of it's yeah. publicly available. Oh, well, I'll sneak next sure. week. Nick's, yeah, yeah. Nick's, Nick's Nick's on Nick's on yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, that's right. Yeah, I'll handball that one to him. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but uh, uh, on. Um, uh, in our disclosure requirements and regime, so we every product that you put out in the market must have a disclosure. Mm. Uh, um, uh, we call it a product disclosure statement. Um, yeah. And uh, there's elements of that um, product disclosure statement or instruction manual, whatever, yeah, for yeah, that option. Yeah. Um, that uh, is a section called uh, fees and fees and charges. Yeah. Now okay. there there is a prescribed page in every single person's. 
uh, or funds uh, disclosure material yeah. that is the same. Right. Again, it's uh, it's regulatory written. Yeah. Um, and it, it's effectively says if you had fifty thousand dollars in this yeah. option. Yeah. Um, here is a breakdown of all the fees and charges, yeah. uh, and it's all stratified. You know, there's administration, yeah. uh, there's yeah. investment charges. If yeah. there's uh, yeah. if there's buy sell spreads, uh, yeah. they're reflected right. there. Yeah. Um, uh, if there's in indirect holding costs involved, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. so you've got this um, sort of uh, you know laundry list of fees, charges, etc., yeah. uh, and that will then um, sum to a and it's it's presented in a basis point. Um, yeah, fashion, yeah, okay. but uh, to bring it back into consumer language, um, everyone must then say so. With all those um, costs, uh, fifty thousand uh, dollars in this account uh, will cost you annually, you know, four hundred thirty-two dollars yeah, or yeah, seven hundred forty-two dollars. So yeah, yeah. Um, that again is a um, if you want to line up. 20 PDSs uh, yeah. on the desktop, you could look at every single one, it will be set out exactly the yeah, same, yeah, yeah. and you can look at what the cost yeah. of that option is. Mm -hmm. Now, that's great for transparency, etc. The, um, the the dark side of that is um, people might judge and make decisions based purely on, oh, that's the cheapest fund, yeah, yeah, um, yeah, maybe yeah, I'll go yeah. with that. Without, yeah, we haven't seen that in the UK, yeah. have we? <laughs> no, yeah, uh, I, I must say, uh, yeah, well, in people all, engaging, yeah, in all my conversations, uh, with <laughs> cost is still obviously a, a very, very key thing. Yeah. I get it, because cost is something you can, to an extent, control, yeah. and you can negotiate, etc. Investment returns, um, yeah. you can't guarantee. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, so well, particularly if you're monitored against the benchmark. Yes. Yes. Which you can invest in very cheaply, uh, and deviating from that benchmark incurs cost. Mm. Yeah. Um, that that's a very interesting kind of feature yeah. of your regime. Obviously, our regime is going to be peer groups. It looks like. So we'll say uh, apples, pears, bananas. Which one? Which one tastes the best over the last three years? Mm. Right. And um, presumably, at some stage, everyone will be selling apples. It'll just be um, a, a fruit juice, which is a blend of the three. Yeah, I'm yeah. going to stretch this metaphor as far as I can. So, uh, um, and, and just finally on that point, too, and, and even our um, one of our regulators, the Australian Taxation Office, gets involved here because they also now have a um, a portal um, on their website yep. where someone can go to and uh, you can see um, the uh, the ranking of funds yep. um, uh, in terms of performance, uh, that net benefit outcome. I think yep. it's on a, I think it's on a rolling five year basis from memory yeah. um, but also we'll highlight so that cost yeah. um, that, that that bottom line cost from the PDS is reflected on that website right. too. Yeah. Yeah. my yeah. great issue with it and a lot of behavioral scientists agree with me in this and uh, uh, it's it's poorly constructed because when you look at it the first thing you see is funds name the cost yeah then you see the, ret the net benefit mm -hmm. return mm -hmm. now mm -hmm. a, a lot of it, um, research with um, Australians uh, who have been shown that website yeah. um, must Understandably and mistakenly, they think, "Oh, okay, so that's the cost, and that's the return. So I've got to take the cost off the return right, right, to right, work right. out what the." Yeah, whereas that's actually the net benefit return. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, almost those columns have to be reversed uh -huh. to say yeah. this is what you get. Oh, and by the way, this is the yeah. cost uh, of, of of achieving yeah, that. Yeah, so yeah. It, the polarity is wrong. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. Um, we are on a bit of a mission to try and lobby yeah. for that to, to yeah, be changed yeah. as well. Um, yeah. Should we talk about some other news? Yeah. Mm. Quickly. <laughs> <laughs> quickly. <laughs> 
Um, so uh, I wanted to talk about, so also hot off the press uh, in the UK regulation space um, is some retail regulation, which I'm going to squeeze into an institutional or workplace uh, kind of pensions podcast. Uh, so we've got a labelling regime, which has been out for consultation for uh, probably a year or so um, uh, for sustainability. So um, essentially, we will have some sustainable labels for funds uh, that will come in sometime next year. It's a mixture of what I would call kind of uh, negative, so so avoiding some poor behaviours in the market. Um, so there's an anti-greenwashing rule which comes in uh, pretty sharply, which I hope, given the scandals that have been maybe in other parts of the, the, the world on greenwashing, um, that uh, fund managers in the UK are sort of already highly compliant, let's put it that mm. way, uh, both in terms of process and an actual kind of outcome for, for investors. Um, but nonetheless, I think in the middle of next year, maybe early next year, we'll have an anti-greenwashing rule for these funds. Um, we'll then have uh, four labels. So originally, there was a consultation on three levels. So sustainable impact, uh, sustainable focus and sustainable improvers. Mm. Um, so uh, the second half of those words is all going to be the same. Uh, interestingly, the FCA has changed the word sustainable to sustainability to make the improvers category make more sense. Um, so they will all it will now be sustainability. Give it, give it some uh, degrees of separation. Yeah, well, well, to, I think to give the sense that mm. you can't invest in a company which is unsustainable under a sustainable label, mm. but you can invest in a company which is currently unsustainable and aims to be sustainable under a sustainability improvers label. Um, so uh, that's uh, each of those funds is required to have seventy percent of the assets uh, assessed against those criteria. Um, what I think is really important as a change in the in the uh, final rules that have come out is that there will be a fourth label now, which is the mixed goals, sustainability mixed goals, which is bits of the other three. Right. Um, and I think from a diversification perspective, my fruit juice option. Well, no. Well, I don't know, maybe. But um, I think from, you, you know, let's say from a kind of asset mentality, mm. if you're just fishing in one of those pools, uh, and particularly if you're kind of just focused on A, private markets or B, kind of public markets, then you might be finding yourself in pretty limited space uh, if you just had one of those kind of category labels to go yeah. for. So I think in terms of mapping for a lot of people's um, European SFDR regime funds, you will see that mixed goals being uh, probably the biggest take up. Um, and, and then the final bit of negative uh, is do no significant harm. So just like mm -hmm. in Europe, you have uh, this DNSH uh, kind of regime that will that will be imported into the UK as well. Yeah. So a variety of different um, uh, implementation dates for all of those different things. There is a footnote, I can drag this back to pensions, um, which essentially says uh, obviously, pension schemes may well have in their uh, directed funds, self-select, mm. sustainability labelled funds. Mm. So those labels, okay, how do we use them in a pensions regime? So there's a bit of a footnote which says we're, we're thinking about it and it will come. So presumably TPR will be quite interested in, in how these, these regimes dovetail. Also, as a part of that, is a sort of multi-asset, what if I'm a fund of fund manager, which again probably looks like a pension scheme. Mm. Um, how do I use those labels? So there's a sort of two two things, watch this space for this podcast. Um, and, and do, do you think they'll extend the retail regime to the institutional regime? Is that, do you think? Yeah, well, I guess they will, we'll have to see how it works. Yeah. Um, from what 
I've seen of the, and I have to say it, so it came out, you know, late yesterday, um, and I hosted a conference yesterday, and um, I've read it in Pret-a-Manger this morning. Other coffee shops are available. Um, so, <laughs> uh, so, so uh, you know, I think there'll be a lot of uh, compliance and policy teams kind of spending weeks, it's 200 and something pages. Um, so, uh, you know, essentially the regime is, I'd say kind of principles based, which is a bit unusual for the FCA, um, which is very welcome in this space. So, are you so, saying that the FCA doesn't have any principles? <laughs> no, I'm saying they've got lots of rules. <laughs> so, um, essentially, the rules are uh, that the managers have to set out their principles, which is not how they've done other yeah, things. Um, so, we'll have to see how what the view is of the FCA of those principles and whether the managers are in some way all over the shop and have totally different principles or whether we are sort of starting to come to, to okay, so when you talk about impact, it means these things. Yep. Um, interesting footnote on impact is that uh, it will be permitted to be secondary markets to the extent that the manager says you can have impact in secondary markets, right. which is a definite question mark in the first consultation. Um, if you look at impact definitions sort of worldwide, it would talk about additionality. And a lot of people would argue that the only place you can use finance to have additional impact is in primary markets, i.e. private markets and hmm. giving people equity, uh, giving debt issuance for specific hypothecation of hmm. whatever objective you might have. Um, so there are definitely some, some managers in the UK um, who will be breathing a sigh of relief on that one. Um, so yeah, really interesting stuff. Yeah, interesting. Um, yeah. I think there's, um, as I say, it's very hot off the press. I'm sure as we start to go through the detail, we'll go, oh, actually, that's that's a bit awkward. Right. Um, but uh, yeah, it's um, uh, people might know Sasha Sedan, mm. who was um, uh, head of responsible investment for Elgin. He's now FCA. Can't remember what the job title is, but it's, 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 it's his baby. Oh, okay. um, so uh, sure. yeah, I think good work. Yeah. Yeah. Well, 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 I think there'll be some um, interest in that um, and keep a track on that from uh, from Man yeah. Woods as well because it's, yeah. it's something that uh, yeah. Um, and there's there's also then um, and this isn't news but just it's, it sort of dovetails with sustainability disclosure um, for companies. So you have the IFRS um, S1 and S2. So S2 is basically putting TCFD into the audited space of uh, company accounts. Um, and then S1 is taking that structure, so governance, uh, strategy, risk management, metrics and targets, and just saying, okay, so what sustainability risk is your business exposed to? Um, so I think that will sort of come in at the end of next year's reporting. So right. therefore, we'll start to see them, you know, in the middle of 2025 yeah. um, for companies that voluntarily adopt them. I understand Australia is pushing harder on that maybe than others. Um, uh, yeah, certainly, um, and just, I mean, yeah, the G in ESG yeah, is getting yeah. a lot of focus. Yeah, yeah a lot, yeah. lot, lot of focus. Um, in terms of labelling, it's crazy. Our regulator's probably quite focused at the moment on just um, uh, not so much in the um, <clears throat> uh, in, in the spaces that you were mentioning, but just, just even more basically that, you know, funds describe themselves as, you know, a balanced option or a growth mm -hmm. option or a, yeah. or a conservative option. Well, um, you know, uh, yeah, for the consumer, can they make um, accurate comparisons yeah, across yeah, those labels? Yeah. Um, because yeah, a balanced option is not necessarily well, uh, the the good old fifty fifty, you know, bonds yeah. and uh, so and Paul, stocks. We yeah. we were de-risking people as they approach retirement, as mm. List Trust decided to blow up the bond market yeah. um, last year. Did <laughs> we discuss? Well, risk. What a word. Uh, so the yeah. SEC is going down a similar journey. Um, so it would also pick out like words like value and growth yeah. Mm, yeah. Um, and sort of uh, investment styles as well as those kind of 
risk yeah. labels. Yeah. Um, and, and very important if you are leaning into a sort of, as I mentioned earlier, a, a consumer world, yeah. you know, where people can, you know, um, exercise and make decisions. Yeah. But they need to make good decisions. They need good yeah. information. They need truth in labeling and accuracy yeah. in that yeah. sense yeah. as well. So, yeah, very important. Yeah. And I do think the principles space here is really important. So there is still debate as to how to be sustainable. Um, and there is actually still debate as to what value, how do you define value, how do you define growth? So um, you always have these sort of slightly contrasting, let's say academic, I've just published mm. a paper, somebody in two years time is going to rebut my paper with a totally different view. You know, how do you let that debate sort of carry on versus a consumer who is not academic, who really doesn't and doesn't and shouldn't care about those kind of nuances. Yeah. And you want to have some sort of consistency. So, yeah, I think this is kind of pretty well positioned for the UK. Mm, yeah. um, but we will have to see, you know, there's the second question is then, OK, so are any funds going to now be using these labels? Or is everybody just going to do sustainability without these labels? Mm -hmm. Or indeed, are they going to, are we going to have, uh, I, I won't call it greenwashing, but they're sort of like funds which are all of a sudden are sustainable and maybe weren't talked about in that way and right. sort of rebranding. Yeah. Yeah. Where they're doing it, you know, potentially already, but they just, didn't market it in that way. So yeah. we'll have to see how it works. Very interesting. What have you got there? I can't see Bristol on the news. Um, <laughs> I've got a very quick item, and it's just to give a big shout out um, to Helen Dean, um, CEO of Nest and one of the key arch architects of the auto enrollment mm. um, program in the UK. He used to work with her when I was at the Treasury, and she was at the DWP leading the auto enrollment program. And um, she is the outgoing CEO of Nest, done an absolutely fantastic job there, yeah. taking over from Tim Jones. Um, but I think it was announced yesterday that she's going to be joining Standard Life as chair of its Master Trust board, mm. uh, replacing David Butcher um, in May 2024. Right. So it's great to see Helen stay in the pensions industry. Yeah, Probably absolutely. a different set of issues, different set of challenges around Standard Life versus Nest. Yeah. Um, but you but know, it's, it's the Master Trust, not the, it's the IGC. Trust, yeah, yeah. It yeah. is the Master Trust, yeah. yeah. So, um, yeah, it's great that Helen's staying in and the industry and we wish her all the best. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, great news. Yeah. Anyway, I told you I'd be quick. I had to be because you took up all the time. Anyway. Uh, interesting. Interesting. Yeah, I'm sure the listeners Paul. will forget. Yes. How did you get into this? It's a crazy world. Yeah. Okay. Well, this is the point of the podcast where people might want to go make a cup of tea. Because, uh, <laughs> um, it could take them on. No, I'll, I'll try and be quick. Um, but I'm sure, like many of your guests, I didn't set out to be, um, you know, a, a, a pension industry person. Um, sort of f fell into it by happenstance. But uh, uh, my actually, my, my, my first job was, uh, I thought I was heading off for a legal career. I worked for a magistrate mm -hmm. and then spent several years working for a legal aid office. Yeah. Um, but uh, I then moved on to, um, uh, to work in the, uh, the, the Australian Civil Service. Uh, and it was at a time when DB was, was being... Um, Changed to DC mm -hmm. uh, in the uh, in, in that environment and uh, working on um, uh, on retirement policy and pension so, uh, yeah. change there. Yeah. So um, and uh, so the, uh, the the federal civil service uh, and the military uh, were moved from DB to sort of hybrid DB DC. It was brave doing that to the military, isn't it? Uh, it, it was. In fact, you know, I'll, I'll come to that later because I, <laughs> um, I went on a bit of a journey, then circled back to the military right. uh, to yeah. actually yeah. run the scheme. And uh, yeah, yeah, it's uh, yeah. You certainly don't want to uh, you don't want to upset uh, people who own guns and tanks. Um, <laughs> it, it can be ra rather career shortening and limiting that. But uh, uh, so th that was great. I re enjoyed that um, uh, that period of time, and uh, uh, then I went back into. Uh, um, 
Treasury Finance sort of central agency and mm -hmm. uh, uh, had a very interesting day job. Uh, part of my day was uh, to assist running the uh, parliamentary, the federal um, MPs yeah. Um, pension scheme yeah. and also setting up uh, a scheme for um, casuals and itinerant workers uh, who would be on occasional Commonwealth contracts mm. who did not qualify for the main schemes mm. but yeah. under super guarantee was now in place so um, uh, there was no real sort of home for them in terms right. of that yeah. money so we uh, we set up a uh, um, a scheme for that so th that was uh, interesting um, enjoyed that and uh, uh, and then, and also um, ran a national education campaign mm. for um, uh, sort of the reboot of the super guarantee seven yeah. years after it was uh, it was listed. That was great fun too. I suddenly became a marketer and uh, yeah, uh, yeah. and an ad guy. So yeah, that was yes, uh, yes. so is this the equivalent to pay your pension attention? Like, uh, you, something something similar. Uh, yeah, did you have any you know? Um, I don't know a grime rep or uh, someone who with a big mallet. I imagine no, no, we so we had we had a money we had a money tree. Money uh, yeah, yeah, uh, you can probably still look it up on on YouTube. But it was a uh, uh, it was it was a uh, uh, you know a cartoon sort of money tree, and you had I can still remember the characters were Bob and Betty, and they were employers, and right. they would water this tree with with contributions, and uh, the water that out of the can was actually sort of dollars. <laughs> it sounds it sounds pretty naff now, but uh, at the time it was uh, it was quite uh, it was quite an interesting campaign. Um, so I did that for a while, and then uh, a, a mutual friend uh, um, who knew the um, uh, the executive director of the Motor Trades Association in Australia uh, and, and myself uh, spoke to me about the fact that they wanted to set up a pension fund for their industry and uh, said, look, you, you can spell superannuation. Uh, so, um, <laughs> do you want to have a chat to them about it? Uh, a few people that can. Yeah, yeah. It's, uh, pensions are much easier. Uh, so I did. And uh, uh, and then that fascinated me to to actually be part of you know um, uh, establishing and then running a uh, you know, a, a pension fund for um, for the the motor trades in in Australia, which is pretty much everything downstream from from manufacturing vehicles. Mm. Um, mm. So I did that for ten years, and during that time, um, in fact, that's where I sort of first uh, really got involved in um, particularly um, um, investment side of, of that and uh, and unlisted assets. Mm. So yeah. um, the MTAA fund, as it was known, um, Motor Trade Association fund. Um, it was an early adopter of uh, private assets, and, and during that ten-year period, it was regularly the number one performing industry fund in yeah. the country. Yeah. But uh, um, so uh, enjoyed that period of time, and then uh, was sort of re redrafted back into public sector service. I um, served as the uh, deputy CEO of the um, civil service pension fund, but then uh, 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 about a year later, was uh, appointed the chief executive officer of the military scheme. So funny enough, I'd come full circle, the one that I'd sort of helped set up and explain yeah, to the yeah, military, yeah. I'd come back to uh, lead. Uh, and uh, here's six degrees of separation. Um, the minister at the time, the pension minister, was Nick Sherry. So Nick can probably talk about whether that was a good appointment or not um, <laughs> until the next week. And so I did that for several years and then the, the government merged those two schemes. And at that point, I was actually heading off in a, in a very different direction or hoping to and about to, and uh, a good friend and colleague I'd known for many years, David Elia, the CEO of Host Plus, which is sort of the industry fund in Australia for hospitality, tourism, yep. uh, recreation, um, reached out to me and uh, my super was just coming about in Australia and he said, look, um, uh, I really think you do need to join um, us and go on this journey and uh, and he talked me into it and I uh, I thought they, yeah, they've really got a great strategy and, and mm -hmm. the like and so uh, uh, joined Host Plus and um, uh, reinvented myself across the journey a few years there in terms of some of the executive roles I had, but right. uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and that uh, I called time on uh, on my um, time there, um, two odd years uh, last week. Yeah, yeah. So um, 
so I'm sort of now um, transitioning into uh, what I want to do next, which I'm, yeah. um, we'll, we'll take uh, the best part of the Australian summer. I'll uh, head off, head off nice. the beach yeah. to uh, nice. think about um, yeah. whether uh, you know, it, it's another executive role or, or some other um, yeah. some other things that uh, that'll fill my cup and yeah. uh, and and keep contributing to in this neck yeah. of the woods. So, yeah. Uh, yeah, so that's a that's a flyover of yeah. uh, um, how I got into Fantastic. pensions and um, yeah. the journey. And so, um, so your last job title was member experience. Within, yeah, I was yeah. the uh, group executive member yeah. experience at Host Plus. So, is, are you sort of behavioural finance? Is that is that kind of what so motivates you? Or it's, yeah. it's what increasingly engages me um, yeah. about yeah. the whole psychology, particularly mm. around retirement. Yeah, mm. retirement. I mean, as we know, you know, Sharp yeah, labelled it the hardest, nastiest problem in yes. finance, and yeah. that in itself um, engages me in terms of being uh -huh. part of, you know, a very, very small part of, you know, yeah. contributing yeah. towards um, solving that for people. But look, I think it's because I've worked in pension funds over twenty years, where a lot of people with modest incomes mm. um, and whose pots won't be that large at retirement really rely on every cent they can get and how well. Um, you know, product solutions and services are yep. thought about to help them um, have a dignified retirement. Uh, I, I get a lot of psychological income from working on yeah, those sorts yeah, of yeah. things and, and solutions. And now that we have a um, a formal retirement uh, covenant um, right. uh, in Australia, so all yep. my super um, funds must have a retirement strategy now. Right. So you've got to be as thoughtful and as um, uh, as diligent in retirement and what you're yep. doing for people as so you that, have that been. That takes people to death, basically. Uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So um, um, that that's a space that I'm really interested mm -hmm. in. And there's there's risks in retirement which we don't talk a lot about, but they're sleepers, but they're important. Um, yeah, yeah. Cognitive risk. Yeah. You know, we talk about all sorts of other risks. You know, yeah. longevity risk, and market risk, and yeah. inflation risk. Um, Cognitive risk is, is a sleeper too, yeah, you know, yeah. um, particularly as products are becoming um, more nuanced and finance is not, you know, not yeah. becoming any easier. Yeah. Um, yeah, and, and presumably bigger as people have had more and more time in the system. Indeed, well. exactly. Yeah. So for a lot of people retiring, this is this is the largest sort of sum of money they've probably ever had in their mm -hmm. lives. And they're like deers yeah. in the headlights, a lot of people yeah, at that yeah. point. A lot of analysis paralysis. Yeah. So helping them in that sense, giving them confidence um, about retirement is, is important. But also um, thinking about that from a fiduciary point of view, yeah. where people aren't going to take advice or they don't have um, benevolent family members who can help them. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I go back, it sounds a bit, you know, old school, but that um, true fiduciary duty of, you know, mm. if this was your mother, what would you put her in? And yeah. how would yeah. you want mm. that product to treat her and be able to yeah. sustain her and not be overly complex or having to be chopped and chained? Yeah. Yeah. That interests me. Yeah. Uh, working yeah. on those sorts of problems and those yeah. challenges and those opportunities uh, interests me. So, um, so yeah, they, the behavioural science attached mm. to that is just a mm. fascinating area. Yeah. Yeah. How humans think act, yeah. uh, et cetera, um, nudges, it, you yeah. know, it comes into you know, how these yeah. work, all sorts yeah. of things. So, um, yeah, that's entertaining my yeah. mind a bit at the moment. Yeah. Yeah. We're going to have to move on. Are we? Mm. Yeah, we are, we are running massively over. Um, so we're going to have to ask you the question. The so question. Value, value for money means for you. And we know part of your answer. <laughs> yeah. But if you can just expand on that. And then I think we're going to have to, there's so much to talk about, there's so much to cover. Yes. I think I'm going to introduce a random quick fire ad hoc round, which I'm just going to prepare now as you talk about. Um, oh my goodness. Terrific. Okay. Well, right. We'll look for that. Um, well, look, I won't spend much more time than I think we, we probably touched on a little bit at the head of the um, discussion. Um, so yeah, look, value for money is, is exceedingly important. It, it's, it's, 
it's the ultimate you know yeah. measure of you know what this is all about etc yeah. uh, net benefit outcome yeah. uh, is 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 i think the number one measure it's not the only measure and i think we've talked about two other things today which come into the equation uh, yeah. cost mm. uh, and as an element of value um but also uh you know in terms of you know the esg side now too you yeah. know, there is yeah. Yeah. Uh, there is you know people uh, will assign value to what they're you know, pension provider and fund are doing in, in terms of you know are you uh, um, detracting or uh, or um, or adding to that uh, yeah. you know that, that outcome and that as well yeah. so um, yeah is that sort of increasingly hard under those tests that we were describing before so is that you know if I have this pass passive benchmark mm. or maybe the other question would the regulator take into account like sustainability objectives into their the benchmark that they give you to to, to, to outperform, or you know, you uh, have to sort of mainstream benchmark. That, that's a really great question. Look, it's it's not an above the line thing in the right. sense at the moment, but I think it probably comes back to when they tailor the benchmark that they're mm. going to hold you to. Yeah. Um. If 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 you're if you're offering a you know a, a, an ESG option where you know yeah. uh, there are certain things that are just you know, absolutely exed out of the portfolio yeah. and and the like, um, that in a sense might be reflected in the benchmarks okay. uh, yeah. that that that. that are constructed, but I imagine in time there there will be a horses for courses sort of overlay. Yeah, so yeah. so it takes into account that if there is a thematic to your investment option, yeah. that that needs to be um, measured too. Be, yeah. I haven't got into the detail of what yeah, I talked sure. about earlier about this latest performance test review, yeah. but I imagine there that there are probably under the trustee directed options yeah. some um, you know sustainability investment options some uh, yeah. there as well. So I'll be interested to sort of see how they've gone. Yeah, but I do yeah. know just. Case study in point with with Host Plus, um, it's yeah. um, um, sustainability option that is actually um, a, a very good performing option. Yeah. Uh, it hasn't um, it hasn't suffered from having certain things not in the portfolio yeah. or yeah. Yeah. things yeah, in the portfolio that are outside maybe yeah. some of the other ones that have it as a general yeah. overlay. Yeah. So um, yeah, look again, I think we've got to um, we've got to always honour that um, uh, people uh, will. Um, consider value uh, through different lenses. Mm, uh, if, yeah, if we yeah, didn't, yeah, we'd, yeah. we'd all drive exactly the same car. Yeah. Uh, you know, wear, wear the same clothes, live yeah. in the same house. That's so. one party drink, state. Drink yeah. the same beer. Support, <laughs> support the same. Football support team. the same football team. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and uh, so, look, all that's important. But again, when it comes back to pensions, yeah, and this is all about uh, creating and delivering a a, a, a wage in retirement. Yeah. And so uh, net benefit return yeah. drives that significantly. And I think that's the one thing that, you know, as long as you can give that, 11, you know, um, so not the bananas, oranges, apples, you yeah. can give people an apples to apples comparison. Yeah. I think that's probably, you know, I, the, the one um, to rule them all yeah. in terms of a, yeah. um, a KPI. So just before Darren <laughs> silences me, so how does the, how does the retirement... Um, sorry, I can't remember what you called it, but the, 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 the retirement company. Oh, the retirement uh, uh, covenant, yeah. Uh, yeah. And the net benefit outcome, mm. how do they work together? So, so, so does it go late into my 70s? So, so, so but to, just to build on that, yeah, you said yesterday that actually there was a bit of lip service played to this retirement covenant. Uh -huh. uh, uh, yeah, uh, so, yeah, so, yeah, so, so quite interesting. So, talk about that Yeah, well? so very quickly, so uh, we, um, we all had to stand up our retirement strategies on the 1st of July 2022, so a bit over 12 months ago. Okay. Um, shortly after doing that, the regulator then commenced a um, what he called a thematic review of those um, yep. uh, strategies. And by the way, um, every Australian pension fund uh, that has this has a retirement strategy has to publish a significant summary of it on their website. So yep. you could look up okay. any Australian pension fund yep. you know, that is a My Super Fund, yep. uh, and you will be able to read their strategy, or at least a decent summary of it. Um, 
what the um, what the regulator when they came back with after that review effectively said was the headline was do better. Right. Um, and um, and having had a look at a number of ones, um, there were there were strategies that ranged from we don't have a strategy. Right. <laughs> so the, the strategy was actually to cut a check to someone at retirement, yeah. hand it to them. Wish them well as they walked up the high street, yeah, and yeah, yeah. Uh, that was the end of their the jet ski. Yeah, that, that was that was you know job done. You know yeah. we 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 built you a pot. Yeah, um, yeah hope yeah. it all goes well. <laughs> yeah. um, uh, I'd imagine there's been some very sobering conversations yeah. with the regulator about yeah. that sort of yeah. strategy yeah. Uh, through to some very um, detailed, very sophisticated strategies. Uh, a lot of roadmaps, a lot of aspirational. Yeah. You yeah. know, we plan to do by mm. next okay. or yeah. 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 Uh, so um, so across all that, the regulator said, you know. Um, in some cases, a good start. In other yeah. cases, uh, you know, no fail. Yeah. Um, but but more broadly, I think the regulator is a little um, uh, anxious and a little underwhelmed by the innovation in retirement products yeah, that have yeah. come forward. Now, um, that's a bit of a yin yang thing because you want to be able to say to your regulator, we we do want to do that, yeah. but but we don't want to get whacked or right. or you know yeah, end up yeah, on the front yeah. page of you know equivalent of the Financial Times, yep. if you know, if, if regulators said, oh, you know, we don't like that sort of product. Yep. So yep. there is mutual obligation between regulators, yeah, pension yeah, funds yeah, to, yeah. Um, to to innovate and to allow for innovation to occur in a safe harbour sort yeah. of type way. Yeah. That is occurring and uh, I think a thousand innovative um, product solutions will start to bloom. Yeah. Um, but it'll be really interesting when they do their next uh, review and the next, uh, which will land in probably the next mid of next year to yeah. see yeah. how that's all progressing. Mm. But uh, but you can jump on the APRA website and read their uh, mm. their review and, yeah. uh, um, and keep track of that. Yeah. And, and the combination, as Nico was saying, between the two, the sort of net benefit and the, you know, how does that? Um, so, uh, so, so there's no this? direct connection between yeah. those, yeah. Uh, the, 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 the retirement strategy and the performance test at the moment, yeah. but um, uh, it could well be in the future there is sort of almost like a balanced scorecard yeah. that a fund produces that says, here's our strategy, et cetera, by the way, here's our investment um, strategy performance, how have we gone in delivering these things? Yeah. Uh, you could do that. Uh, and sorry, I know we're running out of time, that's just yeah. triggered me. Um, one thing I know you were very keen um, in our discussion yesterday about was dashboards. Yeah. Uh, no, 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 we'll come on to that. Oh, sorry. Right, okay. <laughs> you smiled there. Oh, 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 no, no, I've got, I've got, ahead, of, I've got ahead of myself. Okay. <laughs> So Go on, quick so, fire. so, so really okay. quick fire. So there's, we've we've discussed <laughs> loads of stuff, and but yes. there's still so more, but so much more to discuss. So you know, uh, pop for life, yeah. Um, oh, should, life, yeah. should the UK do it or not? Um, look, I think um, I think pot for life is a is a laudable objective from the point of view that you don't have uh, people having a lot of small pots sitting around, some of them um, unremembered, etc., yeah. etc. Et yeah. um, so. Yeah, Australia debated for quite some time, does pot follow member, like literally pot follow mm. member, so as you yeah. move between jobs, and the average Australian moves jobs about 11 times in a career. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, you know, um, if you went from um, Acme Fund uh, to, uh, sorry, to a new employer, and the new employer said, well, here we use Delta Fund, and yeah. um, so, um, you know, um, um, Alpha Fund would have to move the pot to there yeah. and yeah. literally send the money. Um, that's not where we landed. Yeah. Uh, we landed on... Um, uh, money money stays with member or pot yeah. stays with member as they go through the journey. So um, and we gave a label to it staple stapling. Yeah, 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 so yeah, yeah. so effectively, an Australian now has one default fund applied to them in their life, and it's yeah. generally when they yeah. first start work, yeah. and then they are stapled to that default fund. They will so that default fund will go with them as they change jobs. Mm -hmm. The employer will say, um, "Okay, I see you're with um, Acme Super, so yeah. I, I need to uh, contribute to to your existing fund, yeah. unless 
you tell me to do otherwise. Mm, this yeah. is the interesting introduction. Mm, yeah, mm. So this is where the consumers now move to the top of the decision yeah, totem yeah, pole. Yeah. So you can unstaple yourself from your default fund mm, yeah. and restable yourself to another one. But that's yeah. an active decision. Would that move the old money with you? You'd um, still have one part? You, 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 could, you could actually choose yeah. to keep the two, but okay. most people wouldn't. It, it would probably mm. consolidate. And, yeah, uh, yeah. Um, uh, but... Uh, but effectively, and, and there's been a lot of discussion, and I've had a lot of discussions in the you know, last week or so here in terms of a lot of concern that if the UK was to follow a similar model, that this was uh, th this was going to be terrible for you know, employers are very maternalistic around you know, yep. making careful choices about mm. pension funds. Is that going to be disrupted? What is the future of, uh, of employee benefit consultants? We don't really sort of have that when you say what, When you say what is the future, you mean... Um, <laughs> is there a future? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but look, um, I... I, I um, Who what knows I, whether we there's, there's value judgments that we can. Yeah, avoid. but what I can tell you is it hasn't manifestly disrupted you right. know what happens in Australia. Yeah. You know, yeah. many people stick with their default funds. Yeah, yeah. Um, many people um, will defer to their employer in terms of understanding they've probably you know, yeah. undertaken due diligence and made good choices about funds. Um, the one element that we haven't solved for in all of this is if you get stapled to a dud fund from yeah. the get go. Uh -huh. Yeah. Because again, that can be quite dangerous in terms of if you know if you carry that fund with you through most of your working life, and yeah. it's only later that you sort of realise that the opportunity mm. cost of that. Um, so this is where the performance test yeah. and stapling might actually yeah. mm. you, you might yeah. see a, a you know a Venn diagram here yeah. where people in hopefully in the future won't be allowed. Yeah. to be defaulted into or stable yeah. to a fund that yeah. has not been able to demonstrate yeah. performance. Yeah, um, yeah. So yeah. that's that's an important, I think, evolution yeah. for us in that sense. And yeah. uh, so I think, um, yeah, pot for life, um, it, it's, it's laudable, but, but also you need a lot of system plumbing the to plumbing make it is, work yeah, well. Yeah, yeah. And, and that was probably our great lesson. For 10 years we debated this. Uh, the government put, put it on funds and said, you know, heal thyself. Um, you know, you need to solve for this. You know, come yeah. up with these transfer protocols, yeah. uh, put the plumbing in place. And if you don't, we'll come along and do it. You might not look like how mm. we yeah. solve for this. Mm. Yeah. So, um, uh, again, cooperation came, you know, <laughs> came into play uh, and we developed transfer protocols. We set up um, uh, clearing houses to which the money moves mm -hmm. so quite, quite quickly and, and well. Um, and, and just finally, um, no, no, I won't say we're, we might talk about Dashboards. Well, my next question yeah. was dashboards. Oh, okay. So I'll just segue into dashboards. Yeah. Perfect. And, and then, and then the other thing, which is obviously uh, entertaining a lot of discussion, is dashboards and yeah. commercial dashboards. You know, yeah. in the yep. UK. So, yep. um, in Australia, we, we we essentially don't have commercial dashboards. We have one sovereign dashboard, uh, right. and it's run by one of our regulators, the Australian Taxation Office. Um, okay. uh, all pension funds must report a river of data to mm. to uh, to the tax office. Uh, that you have a pot with them, what's in that pot, what contributions have been made to that mm, yeah, during the year, yeah. what what benefits have been paid out. Um, it's the all-seeing eye. Mm, yeah. uh, and so uh, every Australian has what's called a MyGov account. It's, it's yeah. their personal dashboard, you know, government services okay. dashboard. Uh, I could log on that now. I could go to the, the tax office website yeah. and I could see my dashboard. Mm, yeah. So it will say, Paul, you've got three pots uh, they're here, here, and here. Yeah. Um, great, terrific. Uh, I, I I can see them. Um, and and the other thing is, it, they're Switzerland. Yeah. They've got no commercial interest yeah. in this, etc. It's just that they're not making a. I thought you were going to say they're secretive. <laughs> no, no. But the other thing too is now that we have the super highway to move money around too. The other thing is um, you could 
press a button and consolidate those pots right uh, there and then so you but can, it's, you were saying um, it's two days or something you have to do it two, in, two days so yep yep so um, we have we have two business days in our system to move money between funds yeah. generally speaking there's a caveat I mean sometimes we take a little longer if we're a bit suspicious about the transactions yeah, right. yeah, it's yeah, very yeah. important that you know we are you know making sure that we're superintending all of that sort of uh, cyber crime sign of, side mm. of etc but generally you've got two days to move the money now yeah. go back 10 years you had 90 days yeah. to move the money um, I actually have a bit of a love-hate relationship with that because uh, I actually think there should be some programmed friction in mm. the in the in the right. that sure, side of it. Are you yeah. sure? Think about this. Yeah, you know, exactly. Because you don't, it's not just that's about, it. Yeah. You know, if someone reads that uh, a certain fund shot the lights out last month, right. yeah, a one-month return, like, oh, yeah. that's a great fund. I'll consolidate and move my money. But can that, I um, state generally it doesn't happen, but to yeah. any super, so you, can I go to my employer and yes. say, actually, mm. it's Host Plus that I love. Yes. Um, yeah. Yes, you can. So, and in fact, that uh, technically that first conversation is, you know, okay, yeah, w w welcome to your first job. Yeah. Uh, do you have a fund in mind that you would right. like me to... But even if I've never had any relationship with Even them. if you've never had yeah. a relationship, yeah. which is why that's become a bit of the main game yeah. in terms of... Um, engaging with someone as their, mm. their first experience in super. Yeah. Um, and, uh, you know, roughly half a million people uh, a year in Australia join the workforce for the first time. Yeah. Yeah. Um, to give you some idea, a fund like Host Plus, which has a lot of hospitality yeah. and exposure, or yeah. a fund like Rest, a very good first, Rest uh, is the retail uh, employee fund, so yeah. it's a, yeah. sort of our equivalent yeah. in retail. Yeah. Um, between those two funds, getting close to 50% of new starter roles or jobs in Australia are in those sectors. Yeah. Yeah. So, yes, you, it is a privileged um, sort of first move advantage, which is yeah. both a wonderful opportunity for yeah, those funds, yeah, yeah. but a huge challenge. Yeah, sure. Because you're yeah. also dealing with people who really aren't up for the conversation mm. very yeah. much about, you know, uh -huh. long-term pension thinking and that too. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, it's, it's, it's an interesting dynamic, but yeah, yeah. yeah. So I've got two more questions, but we've got to be really quick. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, you're, you're, you're transferred, uh, the sort of swipe left to move mm. money really quickly within mm. two days. Mm. What is the implication from that for, um, for longer term investment strategies and the whole liquids about there's there, there's a there, there, there's a mismatch between. yeah no it, it certainly um, means that um, uh, from a um, stress testing point of view and a liquidity uh, policy mm. point of view mm. uh, you do have to consider those things so you will have to run scenarios such as um, yeah what if 25% of your members decided um, mm. because they I don't know they read something adverse about you in the paper yeah. or or something else happened uh, that they wanted to move their money so the regulator um, does require um, um, an extensive amount of uh, stress testing around these these things. You get a shed load of money moving around the system very very quickly. You you, you, you could do so. Uh, you, know. you, you could do so, which is why I you know I, I do think that there is. Uh, we maybe need to step back a bit mm. from making it too easy mm. for people to move money, particularly um, where you know um, very diversified portfolios mm. you know cover things that um, yeah uh, you, you would need very strong cash flows. Uh, to to buffer that. So, so the thing I like about the, the system that you've got is you've, like in the UK, I think we conflate a number of issues when it comes to mm -hmm. transfers. We can we conflate the, you know, checking it's a bona fide transfer mm -hmm. and people aren't going to be subject to scamming. And we've yep. had some horrendous examples of scamming. Yeah. Yep. Um, then there's the okay, um, some necessary and positive friction in the system just to make sure it is the right decision for people. Well, but but yeah. 
because of the complexity of our legacy pension arrangements. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, so we've got a lot of DB. Yes, yes. We've got a lot yeah, of weird yeah, yeah, guarantees yeah, yeah, that might yeah, be going yeah. in there. Yeah. If it's decent, we didn't really I'm not sure yeah. how that friction is entirely positive. But yeah. Well, no, uh, some friction. I, yeah. you know, because it's not like moving um, an ISA. It's not like moving a, a cash ISA. It's well, not like uh, moving a... Isn't it? Well, because we so, so, well, but 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 like fundamentally, if if I've got an industry which has all got the same purpose, which has all got the same performance measurement, uh, and has all got the same outcome, uh, I forgot the word again. <laughs> Guarantee, come back. Yeah. No, uh, anyway, uh, then okay, I get the kind of liquidity risk point. Mm. My behavioural finance instinct says that that's that not. That's not a anyway, significant risk. Right, we um, need to have a proper other discussion about that. But yeah, the third is that the problem in the we'll UK come back is, next week. Yeah, <laughs> the problem in the UK is that you know sometimes our transfer times are appalling, not for justifiable reasons. It's just rubbish admin and rubbish systems and rubbish processes. Yeah. And I think you know you've sorted that with your system, the clearing houses, and uh, you've, you've invested a lot in the admin and the infrastructure behind a lot of this stuff. Yeah. Um, that's what we need to do. And then you can have a proper debate about some of this. Yeah, stuff. I suppose and to finish, that's probably um, a, a bit of the gratuitous advice I'd leave behind that um, yeah, these these things like you know, Plot for Life, NATO and et cetera, are quite laudable objectives. But um, unless you've got the, the, the stepping stones and the flagstone in yeah. place in terms yeah. of being able to do that efficiently uh, yeah, with, with, with appropriate risk management and uh, uh, in that way, it's going to be challenging. Yeah. Um, that we had that challenge for well over a mm. decade, yeah, and yeah. Uh, you know if that's a bit of scar tissue that we can uh, uh, we can share, uh, yeah. then I think that's a good thing. Yeah. So my final question is to ask you what question, if you had one question that you could ask Nick Sherry next week, or what <laughs> we should ask Nick Sherry next, what would it be? Uh, well, look, um, I, I might put him on the spot. So, so Nick is now the so Nick is now the uh, the chair of uh, of an industry superannuation fund in Australia yeah. too, the Transport mm. Work. Uh, um, Union fund, um, they are they are in the process of uh, of, of a merger too. Mm. So um, uh, it might be a good question to ask him that you know from the from the point of view of a chair that's uh, yeah. you know involved in a in a merger to uh, realise some of these um, you know, better scale benefits and etc. Uh, how through the lens of a of a chair uh, do you approach that and uh, you know in terms of uh, members' best financial interest mm. and, and and net benefit outcomes, um, you know what some of the drivers are there from a from a trustees. Perspective, uh, uh, perspective. Yeah. yeah. So that might uh, that might be. Uh, well, I'm yeah. sure. I'm sure Nick is listening. I was going to say uh, he, he'll so, probably have a heads up about so that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was yeah. that uh, your taxi. Bit no, that was, uh, it was it was your chaperone. <laughs> yeah, yes, yeah, it was. Uh, so, yeah, so, so we, we, we ought to uh, we ought to close. We, we need to um, close. So so Paul, you're over here until next Friday. I think the eighth. Um, yeah. Yeah. Yes. David uh, Harris. Um, intent. Um, big big friend of ours. Mr. Tor. Mr. Tor. Tor Financial Consulting. Is your chaperone. Well, spending a few days with David and just uh, yes, uh, being um, shepherd in some of the conversations and some of the meetings. But uh, no, I've got uh, I'm catching up with some uh, some some of the uh, the pension funds uh, next yeah, week and cool. speaking to their executive yeah, teams. Right. And, and you're uh, doing a number of events with Standard Life as well. Uh, doing a few. Uh, doing a few. I've got a uh, I've got a uh, thought leadership breakfast tomorrow uh, with with Standard. So yeah. uh, you're looking forward to that and. Uh, uh, and then, um, uh, yeah. So next week, I'll uh, I'll catch up with some uh, some friends and, uh, and 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 the like, and uh, get back on the plane awesome. and uh, head back to hopefully some uh, some decent warmth, yeah, and, yeah. Then, uh, <laughs> and then and um, then I'll make a fast track to uh, to the beach. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm in desperate need of some vitamin C, yeah, uh, yeah, uh, SEA. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. So uh, looking forward to that too. <laughs> yeah. So Nico, what have you got? 
Well, uh, so next week I shall be in Dubai for the climate conference. Oh, you're, you're, um, I assume you're setting off walking. I am pedaloing. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. No, no, uh, I am taking um, a, a fossil fuel craft there. I'm going to try and explore a bit of public transport in, uh, in Dubai. Um, but uh, you can hold me to account for that next week where I'll be from the Ritz-Carlton ah. International Finance Centre, Dubai. Oh, um, and uh, yeah, so uh, yesterday we did the event of Leaves of Change, um, which I think went very well. So, cool. so we'll be doing some sort of write-up with Tim, uh, Tim Manuel from Aon, who was the responsible investment partner we had as a keynote speaker. Um, and then, yeah, 31st of January, uh, the Net Zero Investor DC Summit. Um, places are available. So Net Zero Investor Debt. You're still going to get me a speaking slot, aren't you? You promised me, remember. Well, how much, is, how much do you want to pay for? Oh, Nico, Nico, Nico. Anyway, what have I got coming up? Sleep. I'm looking forward to Christmas. It's been an exhausting yeah, year. So, yeah, yeah. You know, looking forward to. Are you fully recovered from your. Yeah, illness? I'm getting there. Yeah, yeah, I'm still a bit quirky, but yeah, you sound much better. a lot better than I was. Yeah, it sounded better than you did a few weeks ago. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah. Wasn't, that wasn't great. <laughs> um, so, next week, we've already proved this, but we've got Nick Sherry. Really looking forward to that. Paul, you've been an absolute yes. star. You 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 met you met your billing of being absolutely a <laughs> super legend. Yeah. Uh, and we didn't talk about cricket too much. We so didn't. No, we, we didn't. So, so uh, you taught us new words. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, great to catch up, guys. And uh, thanks thanks for having me. And I'll be be uh, be keen to listen to uh, to the podcast going forward. It's uh, it's great. Excellent. Well, thank you very much. It's, yes, it's fantastic. You. you spend the time um, doing this. Yeah. So you learned a lot. Until next time, it's goodbye from me. It's goodbye from me. And. Goodbye from me.